Welcome to the Enchanted Ears Podcast. Where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela. And I'm Joe. Hopefully everybody's doing well this week. Yeah, I hope you're all well. And you're starting to take some of this in stride. <laughs> yes. So we, we do have some Disney news actually this week to discuss. So um, one thing, if you did happen to have a trip planned to Disney World through the end of May and it's either gotten canceled or you're considering canceling it because, um, you know, you're unsure if the parks are going to be open. Disney, Good news. Yeah. Disney actually <laughs> announced that uh, if you have a, a trip that, that fell in that time frame, if you reschedule it, you can get free Disney dining. So you get the uh, the quick service plan if you stay at a value or moderate resort. Uh, and then if you stay at the deluxe resort, you get the Disney dining plan. So we actually had a trip planned for May. We decided just to preemptively move it. Mm-hmm. And so we took advantage of this. It's actually really easy to do. If you just call into Disney, you have to call in over the phone. You can't do it online. Uh, but if you call into Disney and reschedule for any time between June 1st and September 30th, they will uh, they'll add that for you. So it was really easy to do yeah. and move our trip and everything. And now we have the dining plan. Yeah, we're really I'm excited about it too because I know in the past we have done it. I think in one of our "Is It Worth It" um, episodes, we talked about the dining plan and how we never found it to be maybe worthwhile for us. But I'm really excited now that we get to try it for free to see if it is something that we are interested in and the amount of snacking that we're going to be able to do. Uh, let me tell you, it sounds incredible. We yeah, might actually become addicted. Yeah, it's really worth it just for the snacks because the quick service plan, you get two quick service meals and two snack credits a day. But I was telling Angela that you can trade in a quick service credit for three snacks. So you could essentially get uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, eight snacks a day. So, so like eight Mickey bars, one in a day yes. for, for a piece for us. No, no, no. That's per person. Oh, per person? Yeah. So we could get eight <gasps> Mickey bars. 16 Mickey bars. Yes. 16 wow. Mickey bars. Wait, every do, do day. churros count as snacks? I would imagine churros count as snacks. Ooh. So you could get eight churros. I could get eight Mickey bars. And we will gain 40 pounds on this trip, maybe. Somewhere <laughs> around there. <laughs> so. All right. So the other news is uh, Disney released an updated uh, movie release schedule and it seems like they're taking the approach of just pushing everything back six months as opposed to going the streaming route or releasing things on disney plus they did announce that the artemis fowl movie which was scheduled to come out in may of this year i believe will be will be uh, coming out on disney plus so that won't get a theatrical release but everything else um, is kind of just getting pushed back. So Mulan's going to be coming out in July of this year when the Jungle Cruise was supposed to be coming out. The Jungle Cruise is insane. So it's coming out in July of 2021. So they pushed that back an entire year. Yes. So Mulan- that does make me curious, though. What do, Were they feeling a little rocky to begin with? Maybe they're going <laughs> to... No pun intended. But were they feeling a little rocky on the movie and maybe they're going to do some more reshoots to try to, um, you know, make it better or if that's or is that just like no mulan took mulan took its spot in july and so it's just moving to next summer um and that really seems to be what they're doing like especially with the marvel movies so black widow is going to take the eternal spot in november the eternals moves to next february um shang chi which was going to come out in february comes out in may which took Doctor Strange's spot which is now going to come out in november well yeah which takes thor's love and Thunderspot, which is now going to come out in 2022. So it just seems like that they're kind of, you know, just moving uh, movies around. They have a lot of untitled um, movies on the schedule that are now 
been removed from the schedule because these other movies are taking their places. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying about the Jungle Cruise, though. Everything else is getting pushed back a month, two months, and Jungle Cruise gets just an entire year. So they completely pulled that one out. So I am curious why. What was the next spot? The the next available spot was in July. So they're just repla- they're not getting pushed back. They're replacing each other's spots is what I was trying to say. So Marvel, they're just all taking each other's spots. It's not that Marvel's getting pushed back every six months. Marvel just had a movie coming out every six months. Oh, so you're saying, <clears throat> excuse me, the next like Disney, it's, since it's not a Marvel movie, the next slot for that would just be the, the following yeah, year. Yeah, the following year. It's a, okay. it's a summer blockbuster. They wanted, to, they wanted it to come out in the summer, so they just pushed it back a year, yeah, which is what okay. a lot of the other studios were doing. But yeah, but a lot of the ones, so it seems like what they're kind of doing is a lot of these untitled movies that probably never got into production to begin with, they're just falling off the schedule and they're replacing them with the movies that were going to come out at some point this year. So I think that it kind of makes sense because, you know, we've kind of talked a little bit about this of, are they going to release some of this stuff on streaming? I think the issue you'd run into is if you released a lot of these movies on streaming, then in a year or two, because of the production delays, you're going to have a big hole in your schedule because you're going to have all these movies that never started. So just by shifting everything, you kind of keep that pipeline going. Um, So there's a ton of movies because between 20th Century Fox and Disney and Pixar, um, so that, you know, there's a lot of still untitled movies on the schedule. I will say 2022 is shaping up to be, (laughs) I think a huge box office year for Disney because there's an untitled Pixar movie in March. There's an untitled Disney live action movie in March. Um, You have, uh, Black Panther 2 in May. We already mentioned Thor Love and Thunder in February. Captain Marvel 2 in July. The Indiana Jones movie is supposed to come out that year. And also an untitled uh, Star Wars movie is scheduled for December. So, and plus in November, an untitled Disney animation movie. So that 2022 seems to be wow. um, stacking up to be a big year because you have uh, three of the bigger franchises recently with Marvel, with Thor. Captain Marvel and Black Panther all coming out the same year, plus another Star Wars, plus potentially Indiana Jones. And that got pushed back a year again because of the production delay. So 2022, I think, is going to be a huge box office year for Disney. Yeah, that's going to be insane. I'm looking forward to things going back to normal. (laughs) Definitely. So, all right. So on this week's episode, we thought it would be fun to play a game that let's play a game <laughs> <laughs> that was a terrible jigsaw <laughs> hey listen those aren't my kind of movies oh, i like a- movies that make me cry three times but not because i'm so horrified but because i'm so moved you're not good you're not good at impersonations there so <laughs> all right and he says do you want to play a game anyways i think now let's play a game well, but whatever that's beside the point we're getting ourselves sidetracked here <laughs> so so we're gonna play a game and it, we're gonna it's called you can only keep one so we're gonna give a set of three choices and for this episode we're gonna try to keep it theme park related um and then that way if this kind of goes well and if you know if the listeners if you guys like it let us know we can do you know other versions of this of you know movies or um tv shows uh, you know other kind of theme park related things as well all right yeah so so for this we're gonna give a, a set of three options. And so to make it difficult, we can only keep one of them. So instead of saying like one has to go, which I think could be a little bit easier because you could, you get to keep two. Yeah. Uh, you can only actually keep one. So we'll, 
we'll, uh, we'll see how this goes. So I'm going to start with, with the first one here. So you can only keep one of these. And I, I put this one up on Facebook. So that's why I, on our Facebook page, at Enchanted Ears Podcast. That's why I want to start with this one. So this is the, uh, the mountains, the big three mountains. So space, splash, or big thunder. You can only keep one of them. So we'll give our answers. And then there was an overwhelming choice on Facebook that, oh. I, that I will mention um, after we give our answer. So, so Angela, Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, or Big Thunder Mountain? You can only keep one. Which one are you keeping? Um, without hesitation, Space Mountain. Uh, I think that that ride is so much fun. I've talked about it before. I'm in love with it. Uh, Big Thunder is a ride that is awesome, but there are other rides like it in other parks. I, I, I guess you can make that argument about Space Mountain too. And Splash Mountain is great, but it has to be a certain temperature to want to ride it. Which uh, in Florida, that's about 300 days out of the year. It's <laughs> hey, listen, last time we were in Florida, it was cold. That's what I said, but those were probably like the four days it was cold. <laughs> yeah, I think Splash Mountain's definitely the the one that can go out of this. I, I'm kind of torn between Space and Big Thunder. I do find it interesting that all of these rides, they are very good rides, and they are like 40 years old. I mean, I was amazed when we watched the Imagineering story that Big Thunder Mountain came out in like the 70s or 80s. Like I knew Space Mountain was you know pretty old because Walt wanted a, uh, a a thrill ride, but I didn't realize Big Thunder was that old too. I mean, yeah, it's just, that's crazy. It's so well kept up. I mean, they they hold up so well. It's it's kind of surprising. Um, but I'm with you. I think you know push comes to shove. Uh, I want to keep Space Mountain because there, it there really isn't anything like it anywhere else with it's, an indoor uh, dark dark ride roller coaster. It reminds me of like a you know a lot of. A lot of theme parks have a, or a lot of amusement parks have like a wild mouse type ride where, you know, it's like a thin, I wouldn't rickety call this almost a, I wouldn't call track, this, I, I think that's offensive to Space well, Mountain listen, calling I'm a wild gonna, mouse gonna, type ride. But it, it is kind of, you know, it's like a, a thin track. It's not like these big steel beams or big wooden beams. Um, it's kind of more like that. And I'm I pretty think, sure it's made out of Are you trying to say this is, that Space Mountain is held together by toothpicks? Is that, yes. is that what you're getting yes, at? that's what is I'm Is that getting why at. there's no lights? 100%. Do we just figure out why they don't let you see the track? It's because mm -hmm. it's actually made out of toothpicks? Yeah, yeah. And, and that I know this because, remember, we went over Christmas and we got to see with all the lights you could yes. actually see the tracks. Now, what I'm saying is... Maybe popsicle sticks. I think toothpicks is, is kind of... Yeah, thin. yeah. They're a little bit thicker, more like popsicle sticks. But I'm saying they're not the big, thick coaster. Okay, but anyway, it's a fun, tiny roller coaster that can make sharp turns and has a lot of quick ups and downs um kind of like a like a wild mouse like so i'm saying like but most it's roller indoors. coasters but it's indoors and it's dark so it may it takes all of those fun little twists and turns and it amplifies them because you can't see where you're going you basically just described roller coasters it makes fast it goes fast it goes up and down no i think There's it's just because you're not giving me the benefit of the doubt and listening to what i have to say <laughs> i get what you're saying though it's it's it, it's indoors and i think because you can't see it, it feels like you're turning quicker. I get what you're saying with the wild mouse. It's it's not necessarily those type of turns. I mean, that's a very different type of ride, like a wild mouse type ride. But I understand what you're saying with, with the darkness. It does appear like you're going faster because you're not sure where you're going to go. So right. the turns kind of come quicker. Yes. You did basically just describe roller coasters, but that's okay. But so on Facebook, the overwhelming choice was Space Mountain. Yeah, I, I was going to be shocked if it wasn't Space Mountain. 
Big Thunder was was second. A few people did mention Splash Mountain, but yes, the the overwhelming majority said Space Mountain. Yeah, it's it's just such a irre- irreplaceable ride, and there's a couple versions it's very iconic. of it. It's very yeah, iconic there's too. I mean the California version and the Florida version are very different, but both equally well. I wouldn't say equally awesome, but um, definitely both awesome in their own right. So I think that may be the only ride that's essentially well. I guess it's not at every Disney theme park around the world, but you have it at in Disney World, Disneyland. You have one in Tokyo. I believe Paris has some version of Space Mountain. Um, Shanghai doesn't, but they have the Tron Light Tron, Cycle yeah. ride that is essentially their Space Mountain, which we're getting you know here now too. Um, so yeah, it that that one's really you know kind of walked around the world. I think most uh, of all of all the attractions. Exactly. Okay. So my first one is. Keep, so you can only keep one mickey ears pins or lounge fly backpacks okay so when we say pins it's, it's like pins and pin trading well right you can't pin trade without pins without pins okay so i would say out of these i would i mean i don't care about lounge fly backpacks mm-hmm. I know, you kind of added that in because uh, you know that that is big collectible for a lot of people i would have to go if i could only keep one of them I think I'd have to probably say the Mickey ears. As much as I love pin trading, and I really would really? not, I really would not want to get rid of pin trading. If you take pin trading out of the theme parks, I don't think you're losing that much. Pin trading is almost—it's an, an extra. Yeah, it's, it's an, an underground activity. Yeah, it's an added level for you. But I think not having Mickey ears, there's something about having the Mickey ears there that really just adds to the Disney magic that you're not going to get anywhere else. You know, you could go to Universal. I don't know if they have pin trading or not, but they very easily could start pin trading. You know, yeah. but they're not going to have Mickey ears at, at Universal or some other park. So, yeah, I think even though I, I don't necessarily wear a lot of Mickey ears, I think if I have to keep one, I'm going to keep Mickey ears over, it, over pins. It does help to create the atmosphere of, you know, I'm an adult. Uh, or I'm a kid and I'm out here having fun and I'm not going to wear this in my regular everyday life, but I, this is cute and it'll, it'll make for a good photo op and it makes me happy. Um, okay. So <laughs> I kind of want to change my answer cause I really liked your explanation, but I'm going to stick to my guns here and I'm going to go with the unpopular opinion probably of the lounge fly backpacks. Um, ever since I discovered lounge fly backpacks, I mean, I only own one. I don't own more than one. I, I'm not a really big purse person in general, but I have been carrying the same uh, Lion King Loungefly backpack now for a year and a half, and I love it. You and get it, a ton of compliments on it, I too. get compliments on it all the time, and it is, it's so much more comfortable than carrying a purse. You're not off balance because you're equally weighted on your back. It's really convenient in the parks, and it's really fun to see all the different designs that they come up with and of course, again, if you're somebody like me who doesn't care if you look a little um, whimsical outside of the parks, you will wear it in your regular everyday life, unlike you would do with your with the Mickey ears and the pins. Um, I've always tried to find a way to like apply the pins to other things. I put them on my backpack that I take to work, but you know, I'm not generally going to wear pins outside of the park. I will say the lounge fly backpacks are really nice. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, they are r- really nice. And there's backpacks. a lot of room in them. Yeah, and like you said, I mean, you can 
very easily use those in your everyday. I mean, they're very high quality. They look nice, mm-hmm. so you can use them. But yeah, I, I think I'd still stick with Mickey ears. So, all right, this next one's going to hit you right where it hurts. It's food related. <laughs> so you can only keep one of these food items. Mickey bar, Dole Whip, or churros. <laughs> so this is... <laughs> This is going to be a tough one, especially I, for you. Like I think in, a lot of people uh, right this now, will be a tough one. This is one. very hard because I'm still, I'm very much in quarantine mode. So any of these sounds amazing right now because of all of the just monotony of the things that I'm eating. But I, wait, okay. So let's, let me say this one more time. Mickey bars, churros, Dole Whip. Dole Whip. You can only keep one of them. This may be the hardest dilemma in the history of disney (laughs) all right all right i got it i got it this is really tough um i'm actually almost tempted to say dole whip but i am actually gonna say and you can complete i'm gonna say the churros i do not you're only keeping the churros i do not oh no churros are definitely number three on this list i am a newcomer to churros and i do not order them them anywhere outside of disney they are my disney snack of choice and i know that you can get churros other places you can make your own churros at home pretty easily but overhyped but oh my gosh no they're not they're cinnamon and sugar cinnamon is one of my favorite things in the world they're incredible so i would say and churros is also a snack that you can have if you're gluten-free or not because they have multiple they have the nomad lounge where you can get them gluten-free um they are incredible so i i think that that would be my choice because you can get ice cream other places okay so you're allowed to be wrong (laughs) and uh clearly you're wrong because you picked the third option out of this one as the one to keep and, I think, and they also have really fun flavors. And I think all the listeners are agreeing with me right now and probably yelling at whatever they're listening to saying, nope. how could you pick churros out of everything? So this is tough. So you immediately eliminate churros off of this list. Wrong. And you're left with you're left with Mickey bars and Dole Whips. And that is a tough one because they are both great. It's not I th- between the two. I think I'm going to pick, if I had to only save one of these, I think I'm going to save Mickey bars. I knew it. And then it's tough. I just really love Mickey bars. I really love the Dole Whip too, though. And I think a lot of people would probably pick Dole Whip. And I'm probably a lot of people yelling at me now. How can I pick Mickey bars over Dole Whip? But I really, I really love the Mickey bars. It's one of... It's probably the only snack I really look forward to whenever I go to the parks is getting Mickey bars. I mean, I will get sometimes two of them in a day. I and mean, we joked earlier <laughs> about you know getting eight Mickey bars in a day. That actually may be something I have to try. <laughs> Just have a, t- yeah. have a day where all I eat is Mickey bars. Um, eight might be a little bit too bad. I was going to say, I think you'd be very ill if that's all well, you, know you what? ate. If we go, I mean, you're going to go when it's warmer. Um so it's gonna be pretty hot. You you may need some ice I mean, cream to cool you off. But I was gonna say, yeah, if, I, I think I think I'd keep I think I keep Mickey bars over it. I mean, if you take the Mickey bars and then just rub them all over your body to help you keep cool, maybe you could do eight of them. Uh, I'm not sure about that. But yeah, <laughs> you so look I, like a freak. But. I think I'm keeping Mickey bars out of this. So. Um, in your defense, you are a very plain person, and also Mickey bars. There's something about them. Like you can get a Klondike, and it doesn't taste that way. Um, there's something that they do with the Mickey bars. I think that they might just sprinkle some magic in there. They do have a unique, very good taste, but there's still some things that taste like it. If I wasn't going to go with churros, I would definitely say you're wrong and it has to be Dole Whip, but it has to be the twisty Dole Whip. 
because too much pineapple is not a great thing. Okay, moving on. So I wanted to go with restaurants, staying on the food topic. You had to choose one. La Cellier, which we always say I said wrong, or I, I think I'm probably still saying it wrong. So it looks like La Criere, but it's La Cellier. It's the Canadian yeah. the Pavilions restaurant. Yeah. And that's in, yeah, so that's in Epcot. Beaches and Cream, which is on the boardwalk, or Sanaa, which is actually in um, the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yes. So out of those, I think this is, I mean, for me, this is pretty easy. I'm mm-hmm. going to pick Beaches and Cream. And I mean, that's <laughs> definitely not the the upper scale restaurant compared to the other two. But I'm keeping it solely for the frozen sunshine drink. <laughs> that's the only thing I'm keeping it for. So if you told me I could keep that and Beaches and Cream would would go, then I'm fine with it. You know, I would... I'd save something else. Um, but yeah, definitely I'm keeping beaches and cream just so I can keep getting the frozen sunshines. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so this is actually, this is a tougher, this is a tougher choice for me than I would think it is. So like recently, and I don't know how long this is going to happen, but recently I went vegetarian, so I don't eat meat anymore. So Las Cellier is I just took half of their menu off of my list, but I still say that one their poutine is one of the best things I have ever eaten, and I'm very I think that I still have to go with that, and then probably beaches and cream would be my second because I have a massive sweet tooth like you do. Well, you can only keep one of them. Well, I'm saying it's my second. Okay. Yeah. So I'm still gonna say. La so you're Cellier. keeping the steakhouse. The vegetarian is keeping the steakhouse. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. You've picked some very odd choices so far this episode. <laughs> Not not sure where your head's at. I that, think I think you may need to get outside. I was gonna say probably need I'll, some fresh air. Probably what's gonna happen is I'm gonna go and do some research after this episode because I didn't really think this through. Look up the poutine, realize that they use like gravy, which is probably <laughs> no. You had the um, you had the red wine though. I think I I think well I did. yeah because you yeah you had the red wine one last time. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. really thinking about that last time, but uh, I'd have to look and see if my ingredients are are okay. <laughs> All right, so the next one is, now this is the overall resorts. So the Disneyland Resort, Walt Disney World, or the Tokyo Disney Resort. And I picked these three. I know there's there's more internationally, but these are the three that we have been to. So we right. can kind of speak from experience which of these three. So it's not, you know, it's not just the Magic Kingdom at, at each of them. It, it's the whole resort. So Disneyland has two parks. Uh, Tokyo Disney Resort has two parks. Uh, and then Walt Disney World has... Uh, four parks and, and two water parks and everything. So if you can only keep one of these, which one are you keeping? Okay, I think this one's easy. Uh, Walt Disney World has the most. So I think that that's the one you have to keep. Tokyo is amazing. Um, it is an incredible park. There are very different things, but I'm wondering if you were able to go to there all the time and you didn't go to Walt Disney World all the time, that novelty might wear off. So I'm still going to say Walt Disney World because I think that just overall you have Animal Kingdom, which Tokyo has nothing like Animal Kingdom. Um, and you have the water parks, which are a nice add. Plus you have all the behind the scenes tours that go on in Walt Disney World. So I think that that has to be your choice. I, I think I would lean to Walt Disney World, and I, I don't want to immediately jump to that conclusion because I don't want to favor it just because that's the one we always go to, you know, and kind of unfairly, you know, choose that one. So as I kind of thought about it more, I still think I get to that answer. <laughs> and and not because, 
you know, again, because that's the one we always go to. But if you think about which of these resorts has the most... It has the most to offer. It has the most attractions to it, the, right. the most big name attractions. So, you know, at a lot of these parks, you know, they all have a Magic Kingdom, you know, Disneyland res- style. So Disneyland, Tokyo Disneyland, Magic Kingdom are all very similar, have very similar rides. But to your point, you know, you have uh, at Disney World, you have the Magic Kingdom, which has Pandora. No other park has Pandora. Uh, Walt Disney World has uh, Galaxy's Edge. Now, Disneyland has that, but Tokyo doesn't. You know, Walt Disney World is now getting Ratatouille. It's getting Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. It's getting the Tron Light Cycle Coaster, mm-hmm. um, which are some of the biggest attractions from parks around the world. So, yeah, I think if you're only going to keep one, you got to keep, you know, the the mecca of it. Right. I was just, I was actually, you just took what I was going to say. Yeah, that it is it is really their flagship park. Now, even though the California park was their first one, they don't have room to build on there. So they've made the Florida location, Walt Disney world, their like real, um, you know, the park that gets everything for the most part, if it's successful in another park, most likely it's going to come to Walt Disney world. Yeah. And really the only thing Walt Disney world doesn't have and why I, you know, I I did think about it a little bit is because Mm -hmm. California has Marvel. So I mean, they're getting the, the big Avengers campus. Now for whatever reason, Disney World's getting Guardians of the Galaxy, which is Marvel, you know, I guess <laughs> legal loopholes and things. But if they could ever somehow come to an agreement with Comcast and get the rights to Marvel or some more Marvel characters, I mean, I, I know they would immediately build some sort of Marvel land at Disney World. And then, yeah, Disney World would have the best parts of every other park throughout the world. Um, so, yeah, so I, I know that's the one we go to the most, and I kind of didn't want to pick that just <laughs> immediately off of that reason. But I think if you really look at just what it has to offer, that is the one you want to keep. I still want to steal a couple rides from Tokyo Disneyland, though, like Pooh's Honey Hunt. We really need that in the American park. So, Disney, listen up. We need to bring that to California or Florida. I don't care which location we go to, but we need Pooh's Honey Hunt. It is an incredible ride. So, yeah, it is interesting that they've not brought that one um, to or other parts. something like it. I mean, they've used... Well, they, they have, though. I mean, they have brought that technology with Ratatouille, with Rise of the Resistance. So they are using that. I mean, they, they use it in um, Hong Kong with the... Um, I think it's um, Mystic Manor uh, over there. So they, they've used that technology. But yeah, but, but Pooh's Honey Hunt you know, came out 15-plus years ago, and it's still a three hour wait easily in Tokyo. So you would think they would move that attraction and build it somewhere else. Uh, but yeah, so it is interesting that they haven't done that. They've used the ride technology, but they've not built a Pooh's Honey Hunt somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, it's a fun, really cool ride. So they should redo it. So my last one is you have to pick one, Mickey, Donald, or Goofy. I okay. know. I think I know what you're going for. Mickey, here. Donald, or Goofy. So if I can and only I, keep one of them. And I'm I'm going to lean towards don't think about the historical significance of them because there's only one choice, I feel like, if you do that. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, I almost think you have to pick Mickey just because he's kind of the one that started it all. Right. So, like, take that out of the equation. And Mickey ha- you know, is, is so you know prominent in things. I would be between Mickey or Goofy. For some reason, I like Goofy. I think it's because he's tall and I'm tall. <laughs> um, but really, I mean, Goofy's not in a ton. I, I think I'm going to keep Mickey just because he ha- he is seeing a bit of a resurgence. So they, they have the new Mickey shorts and the new Mickey cartoons that have 
you know, been the backstory to the new Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway ride at Hollywood Studios. So I, I think I would keep Mickey. I do like Mickey, um, and I do like Goofy as well, but I can't really make a case for why I would want to keep Goofy other than the fact that he's tall and I like him because of that. So it's... <laughs> You know, and maybe I need to keep him around because I need to figure out is he a cow or a dog? Dog. <laughs> figure it out for you. Check, check older episodes for the, for for more explanation on that. So. <laughs> okay. Um. So I mean, it's unreal to me that you just discounted my boy Donald. Uh, I'm, yeah, stare, you, I'm staring at two really Donalds like Donald. right now. I love Donald, and this is like a relatively new thing too. It hasn't been a long time, but. I think it's because I've actually had more exposure lately to all of the cartoons and I like Donald the most. Uh, like you say that Goofy is tall and you like him because he's tall and he's like you. Donald is cranky and I like Donald because he's a little cranky and, and mischievous. Well, and a lot of people do like Donald for that reason. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they made Donald Duck to be kind of the counterbalance well, the to, foil Mickey to Mickey because Mickey could not do he, – he couldn't be – he couldn't be rough in a negative light. Yeah, he couldn't be rough around the edges, and so they used Donald. So yeah, Donald is very popular. I mean, you, you mentioned Donald. I was just thinking because we were talking about the Tokyo Disney Resort. Um, you know, Donald Duck is a big presence. When we were there last year, it was the Pirate Summer. It was Donald's um, Wild Summer or something like that over at, at the Tokyo Disneyland yeah. Resort. So you know, he was you know front and center, and not necessarily Mickey. And I think a lot of people you know, feel that way like you do because he, he is kind of made to be like that where he can be, uh, you know, a little bit funnier. He's irreverent. Yeah. Yeah. And he can, he can do things like that. Yeah. You, you like Donald much more than I do, but see, I, I didn't want to pick Goofy. Like you're picking Donald cause you like him. Oh yeah. And I mean, I do like, I like Mickey. I'm not saying I don't like Mickey, but yeah, I, I can't really make a, a good case for why I would want to keep Goofy otherwise. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to make that that choice because I'm selfish. <laughs> yeah, but Donald is very popular. I mean, he... Yeah, and I think, I think he's people, more popular than Goofy. Yeah, oh, for sure. And I think that... I don't know, he's just, he's just funny. The way he talks is very... I mean, the way Goofy talks is iconic and the way that... I mean, every one of them talks in a very unique way, but Donald has that really cool duck voice that really fits who he is very well. So I think that, I mean, all in all, Donald, all around character design, he's great. Yeah, I think you could have uh, a good debate between Donald and Mickey. I think you could get people kind of equally on both sides of them. Hear that high school debate teams? (laughs) Debate Mickey or I think you'd have a harder time finding people to debate that goofy i mean i guess there are a lot of people that really love the goofy movie that i think you could you could get some you know diehard goofy movie fans in there that will maybe tell you you know goofy's the best um but i think for the most part you probably are going to have a lot of people with mickey a lot of people with donald and you could have some really strong opinions both sides you know what um this kind of makes me think of uh, donald reminds me a lot of and it makes so much sense that i like him donald reminds me a lot of bugs bunny Bugs Bunny growing up was my favorite Looney Tune. I loved how he was always up to some sort of hijinks. And again, Donald's not really ch- that kind of character, but he still has that. I'm about sorry, him. that's the wrong uh, property. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but it is. It is. We're gonna have to cut all of this now. This doesn't fit. <laughs> this is gonna be a um, a pain to edit now. What's up, Doc? I'm gonna cut all the uh, cut out all this Looney Tunes references. <laughs> I just made him sound like a parrot. <laughs> my impressions are hashtag on fleet today yeah you're uh you're crushing this don't quit your day job so um but yeah so i, I think i think 
I can see Donald because, I, like I said, I, I think a lot of people would uh, would pick that. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with Mickey. Sorry, Goofy. Don't <laughs> don't be mad at me next time you see me. So, all right. So I think that that pretty much wraps up the show this week. Yep. Um, d- let us know like what your thoughts are. Who you would pick out of how, all of these? Let us know how we're so very wrong. <laughs> no, I mean it's it's everybody's opinion. Every, you can, there's really no wrong answer to any of these. But but definitely let us know. Um, you can let us know on Facebook or Instagram. We're at Enchanted Ears Podcast on both. Um, so so check us out there, and you can hey you know, check us comments. out on YouTube. Yeah, so our our YouTube uh, channel is out. Um, so it's uh, Enchanted Ears. So you can check us out on YouTube. We'll link to it in the show notes as well. So be sure to subscribe to that channel and. and click the bell for notifications. We'll be having videos out at least uh, once a week. Yeah. And so the the format that we're taking over there right now is we're looking at doing some news items, some of the things that we would maybe do at the beginning of these that are shorter videos and then a little bit longer videos, not real long, but where we're doing certain um, things that either would work as, as a show here or but a lot of things that have visuals that don't necessarily their ideas that we've had that we've had to throw out because they don't work for podcasts. So they're a lot of fun. And we've had a really good time recording them so far. So definitely make sure you head over, check them out, give them likes, subscribe and all that fun stuff. Yeah. And so the the uh, those videos that you mentioned, they'll be coming out uh, every Wednesday. So that'll kind of be the release schedule. And then so we'll definitely have a video out every Wednesday each week. And then the additional videos around news or or trip planning tips, things around the, you know, just things that are about the theme parks, those will be coming out um, periodically throughout the week. So we haven't really come up with a set schedule for those yet but and definitely I, wednesdays will be and i think that's out. hard because they're news related so it depends on when disney comes out with news that we feel like we really need to come out and talk about so yeah well thank you so much for letting us your ears yeah thanks everyone again for listening have a great week and we'll see you here next monday bye